nine rounds of golf for $90? Yep. The Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available now at garagelogic.com. As a golf passport card holder, you're entitled to nine 18 whole rounds of golf for just one low price of $90. Supplies are limited, so just go to garagelogic.com and type keyword passport. A $300 golf value for just 90 bucks. Now you got it. GarageLogic.com. Keyword passport. <laughs> Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings your Garage Logic podcast number 957, November 2nd, 2022. Uh, the record we set was in 1978. That could be in danger today. Okay. 72 degrees on this day. Not much of a record Ooh, is high, it, is it? Is it good to break records or what do we sure, get excited let's go about for that? Yeah, okay. Let's go for All it. Right. So it was 72 degrees in 1978, 9 degrees in 1951. Would that be a garage door opener then? When? <laughs> if we hit 70. No, that's in the spring. Oh, okay. Yum, yum, yum. And we're quite a ways away from me posting the last 70. Really? Oh, yeah. We got some 70s coming up. Okay. Oh, hmm. yeah. We're done with 80s. Right. Okay. 80s are out. They're done. And now, okay. from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner, right Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, it's already John Height in the wow. newsroom, yeah. and of course, the rookie. Ain't no Here opener. is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, When's the and the keeper of common sense, you know, <laughs> your mayor, Joe Sushir. <laughs> You know, a guy did a fun thing. Do you recall we were talking uh, about the folly of the uh, in the climate change movement of of picking the perfect temperature? I mean, what's it supposed to be? Okay. And, mm-hmm. and and a guy uh, uh, named Oli, no last name. <laughs> he, his subject of his email is the perfect year, and he writes. You often ask, "What is the temperature supposed to be?" A few weeks ago, you asked rhetorically, what year is the most normal on record? Mm -hmm. And it got me thinking. Being a data guy and relatively web savvy, so that's two strikes ahead of me. Right. uh, I headed over to the uh, Minnesota DNR climate data website and downloaded the Minneapolis temperature record from 1900 to 2020. Party. 1900 to 2020, okay. You know what, Chris? You should be very thankful that we have listeners this engaged. That's a good point. You're right. That is a good point. Very so he did 121 years of historical data. Uh, I know you're not a math guy, so I won't bore you with all the details, but in general, my methods were as follows. Establish monthly temperature averages for the entire data set. Okay. Calculate monthly averages for each individual year. Find the difference between the monthly average for each year and the monthly and the monthly average for the full data set. Okay. Even I, so far, am understanding this. I'm with you. Finally, compute the annual sum of the monthly differences. For example, the January average for all years in that 121-year period is 13.7 degrees Fahrenheit. The average temperature for January 1915 was 12.6 degrees Fahrenheit, which is a 1.1 Fahrenheit departure from average. The full year of 1915 was 53.2 degrees Fahrenheit, different than the average year. 
That party uh, lost me. You're, yeah. Wait, that gets the... Uh, uh, hmm? Once that is complete for each year, we can rank the years by the smallest annual sums of differences. This will result in giving us the years that are as closest to the average temperature. The top 10 most average years as compared to 1900-2020 full temperature record with number one being the most average. The most average year was 2003. Huh? The second most average year yeah. was 1957. Huh. Third, 2008. Fourth, 1975, 1938. Sixth, 1980. 7, 1948, 8, 1968, 9, 1960, and number 10, 2019. You know what this tells me? This is nature. It's all over the map. From this last, we can determine the least average years on record. The bottom 10 are as follows, with number 1 being the most abnormal on record. Oh, I I think this guy should get an award or something. The most abnormal year on record, number 1972. A life. Followed by 2002. Number eight, 1900. Number seven, 1977. Number six, 2006. Number five, 1987. Number four, 1917. Number three, 1936. Number two, 2012. And number one, 1931. Bum. This is certainly not the only way to evaluate the data, but it seems like a simple way to arrive at a reasonable value. Please have Rookie check my math to make sure it's all correct. Looks good. My 2001 (laughs) degree from Mankato State may not be as reliable as it once was. With this data in hand, we can now fine-tune the amount of CO2 in the atmosphere until every year is exactly like 2003. Which he is there more determined? No, which he determined was the most average year on record. Huh. So what he did is he took the average temperatures for each month, threw them all in the pot, and he found out that the most average year, given those the variables of the twelve months, was two thousand three. Hmm. And now he's got an interesting point. This if you really, if these morons does. really want to have really want to establish what the temperature is supposed to be. And if you like normality, then you've just got to fine-tune CO2 until you get to exactly like the year 2003, which, of course, cannot be done. Correct. Which I believe would be his point. And I think that's fascinating. And it's further corroboration of why it's not folly for me to offer you the records every day, why it's not folly for me to track when my lilacs bloom. Ice outs. Why it's not folly for me to track ice outs. It's uh, We're being sold a bill of goods by the hysterians, hysterians who are... Uh, uh, oh, Greta Thur- Thunberg, by the way, in case you were ever doubting it, has uh, come out full-blown now, not that she should be given... Uh, any more than 30 seconds of my time, uh, full-blown against capitalism. Oh, okay. Which is what this always has been about. It has nothing to do with the temperature. Or the it's, environment. It's always been about that, and uh, and she's finally uh, uh, taking her veil off 
and saying uh, I'm against capitalism because capitalism apparently would be the root cause of not sure. knowing what the temperature is. But those the report that you have there, uh, I think it's an you, excellent report, and it's going on the Garage Logic Bulletin Board Hall of Fame. May you, I see you that email very quickly? You mentioned the word fantastic, and not only is it fantastic, but I'm just so excited, and I, I really, I really can't think of anyone that I need to share that information with. Nobody comes to mind. Nobody. I wish I had someone to share that with. Well, you share it with a, in your pushbacking exercises. So I, I need to point out a couple of things. Or I'm sorry. Right in now. order to share it, I would have had to pay attention to what you. Well, were I did. The math is good. I want to point out a couple of things. Number one, I guarantee I went to school with this person because we both had graduation dates at Mankato State the same year. Secondly, uh, I, I hate to be the one to point this out, Oli, but um, you didn't include your name, which leads me to believe that. This person did this at work and doesn't want their boss to find out that that's ah, what they spent the day sure. doing yesterday. <laughs> well, See? I don't care how it was done. I, I'm just pleased with it. I, I, it just, it just seems entirely, entirely instinctively natural to believe this. Go Mavs! By I think the way. it's fantastic. Yeah. The most normal year we've ever had was 2003. What happened in 2003? Did you feel normal that year? Were you and the least abnormal year we ever had was 1972. Hmm. I wasn't around. And I bet 1972 was abnormal because of its undue chilliness. I remember the early 70s. They were chilly. Interesting. The whole year. Uh-huh. Okay. <clears throat> like July, you needed yeah, a snowsuit. I, I never learned. I never learned. <laughs> Historical events for the year 2003. Turkish Airlines Flight 634 crashes. Matt, that has nothing to do with... That's like not normal. <laughs> That was an abnormal situation. The space shuttle Columbia. I, I never learned my lesson. You know, I, I get excited about these things, and I I bring them in, and I set myself up for a great mockery and disdain, and and it, it hurts me. If you prick me, do I not bleed? Sometimes. Most yeah. of the time. Yeah. If I what you? Now I can get to something I, I was wanting to get to. I don't know a berry. Yesterday. <laughs> But I was hustled out of the studio by Reavers. Okay. Oh, that's right. Who had to meet a client. The Slush Busters. Who I also met. Yeah, you did. He's a car guy. Can't guy's wait got, to work with Guy's got people. a neat invention, doesn't mm -hmm. he? You'll find out more very soon. You, you scoop that baby under there and you get rid of your slush. Mm -hmm. Say, uh, Downing notes, uh, today, November 1st, meaning yesterday, we can go to the Minnesota State Capitol and stand before the community mm -hmm. altar for the Day of the Dead. Hmm. And the community altar, it's called that, will okay. be up for 13 days. And Downing wonders, whatever happened to the separation of church and state that is so important to the crowd and power in this state? But wait, like smudging in our public schools, this is cultural and spiritual, not religious. Except that, except that whoops, religious does appear in this news release and call to worship. So hmm. I looked it up. Okay. And this is official. I'll show you. That's official state of Minnesota stationery, yep. right? I recognize the logo. Invitation to Altar Day of the Dead at the state capitol. Uh, Minnesota Council. This is from Minnesota Council on Latino Affairs. Okay. All right. Uh, Days of the Dead Community Altar at Minnesota State Capitol, November 1 to November 13. Uh, and then we learn that... Uh, in partnership with MCLA and Neo 
something Mexico and on and on and on. Uh, tells you where to park, where to register. The altar de muertos is a traditional cultural expression, spiritual, religious offering, mm-hmm. and folk art form that is practiced by many Mexican and Latinx communities in Minnesota. I'm not sure Latinx is a word. I think that's been made up by the woke who've gone over the, they've, they've jumped the shark there. Okay. Uh, and around the world to honor, remember, and celebrate the lives of our friends, kin, and community members who have passed away. Traditionally, the altar is created with crafts and memorabilia associated with Days of the Dead, photos of deceased friends and family members, uh, papel picado, cut tissue paper, uh, uh, some sort of flowers, offerings to the deceased, religious or spiritual iconography, uh, it is a sim is it is a syncretic practice that combines their traditions of the indigenous peoples of the Mesoamerica, Nahua, Zapotec, Maya, and other indigenous communities of Mexico and Central America with Catholic traditions around All Saints Day, as well as more recent adaptations like the Katrina, fanciful female skeleton character and newer secular traditions due to its indigenous Mesoamerican origins, Days of the Dead is among the oldest holidays in the Americas and has been continually celebrated. It's a very long uh, notification. I, I, won't, uh, I won't read you the whole thing. But clearly, clearly it's intended to be religious. Copy that. Okay, I'm cool with that. Yeah, you no know, problem. But what are you—I can imagine— that the people who run our state would get their undies in a bunch if this was tried by another group, for example. Right. Okay. I mean, our, uh, they say this combines some aspects of Catholicism. I, I'm unaware of that. I'm aware of the Day of the Dead. That's basically All Saints Day, right. which was yesterday. The first, yes. It's, it doesn't last 13 days. This altar will be established in the Capitol for 13 days, and it's clearly a religious affectation. It's a, it's a religious entity. And could the Jews get away with this? Let's celebrate Hanukkah in the state Capitol. We're going to light our menorah, and we're going to pray there every day for 13 days. What would, so. the, what, would the, uh, what would the Mysterians say about that? Oh, I don't think they would, yeah, they would not. They would well, not what be, would, be uh, uh, lighting their underpants. What if Friday? Catholics uh, decided to uh, celebrate Christmas? the forty days of Lent in the Capitol building? No, no chance. No, you wouldn't get through the door. To back your point, uh, the origin of la- the term Latinx, according to Google Trends, was first seen in two thousand and four. Right, it's made up BS. Plural Spanish speaking people, Latino people. Right, you don't need the Latinx. But but I, I and again I guess I guess I'll live. I I don't feel uh, terribly uh, put upon because this altar is present in the Capitol. But it it contains uh, by definition its own built-in hypocrisy. If in the event some other religious affiliation tried to do this, you're right. It would not be allowed. It Give us a little consistency. Yeah, I think I think uh, black people uh, could get away with it, and obviously Latino people can get away with it because in the world of the Mysterians, those are oppressed 
victimized uh, right. numbers of society right. and therefore should be appeased at the expense of hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. At the expense of hypocrisy. They can't see that, though. I, I hope I've made it clear that uh, God bless you all, and I don't care that this altar's there. I don't feel my freedoms as an American are disturbed. Do you? No. no but, I I, but I'm alert to the hypocrisy. It's akin to, uh, maybe not, it might be a weak analogy, but it's akin to Angie Craig, a Green New Dealist, mm-hmm. tearing around town in her Jeep Wrangler. But right. she's fighting for us. Right. You're saying the snake is out of the satchel. You can't, you can't put her back in there. Because nobody wants to pick up a snake you're going to get bit. So they let it slide all over. This is what's going on at the Capitol. It's a weird analogy. Yeah. yeah. Well, you never heard it, snake uh, is out of the satchel? I got it. I got it. That. That's, that's fine. And uh, so I guess, I guess this is a non-factor until hypocrisy pre- presents itself. And I don't think it should. I don't think religious groups should be using the state capitol for no. their private religious celebrations. They should not be. Well, so, you know who else let the snake out of the satchel? Oh, no Rob. wonder this is so long. The the same newsletter is copied in, uh, in 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 Spanish. Ah, Spanish. So, todo bien, señor. Yeah. You know who else let the snake out of the satchel? Who? Barry. <laughs> Didn't At fit. the federal level, Didn't this fit. cultural practice is finally beginning to be accepted. In 2019, the Congressional Hispanic caucus created a days of the dead at the u.s capitol hmm. dedicated to migrants who died in u.s custody well in other words in the state capitol latino people set up an altar to condemn evil white people because immigrants died in custody hmm. what the hell is this last year biden inaugurated the first ever days of the dead altar at the white house I did not know this. In 2022, the Altar de Muertos will be the first ever created in the Minnesota capital as Mexicans and Latinx peoples in Minnesota. We are creating a space to have our culture and community represented at the people's house. Yes, you are, and Godspeed to you, but you are one of the few types of people who could get away with this. The Minnesota State Capitol, after a series of several years of community pain and above-average deaths, we believe it is the right time to bring greater awareness to this tradition in our home state of Minnesota. And then we repeat the whole thing in Spanish. Okay. 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 Okay, but be forewarned. There will be some hypocrisy at play here in the event that somebody else tries this. I don't think somebody else should try it. I no, think but that, somebody uh, I think we should just leave the Capitol. That's where people go to figure out how to spend your money. Right. <laughs> let's just let's just leave it like that. And now we complain and argue and and worry that they're spending too much money. I'm going to get a call. It's November. I'm reserved at EcoFund Motorsports for winter storage of my scooter. And it's better than winter storage for a fee. I think it's 260 bucks. I get that baby winterized, the battery tended, oil change, tune up the whole deal. And uh, I can't wait because it does free up some garage space. And I desperately... And that's prime need, real estate. I really need to free up some, some garage space. And thanks to uh, Tim Bloom at EcoFund Motorsports, me and the rest of the people who sign up for this will be freeing up garage space. 
Uh, you get those scooters, take 100 bucks off if you're a GLer on all those scooters and electric bikes that turn urban errands into advantage, uh, into, uh, uh, turns urban errands into adventures. Youth uh, recreational equipment like those youth ATVs, golf carts, just for GLers, take a hundred bucks off those scooters, take 500 bucks off the, uh, golf carts you buy now they'll store it for you all winter nice there's two locations it's ecofund motorsports in forest lake the brand new store that opened this summer it's immediately west of interstate 35 on highway 97 you can't miss it and another store that opened in burnsville this summer on the service road of the garage logic service road of life near county road 42 uh, and 35E. EcoFun Motorsports. Great people, great service, helmets, apparel. You know the drill. Just some really, really fun stuff. And scooter weather continues. I rode mine Sunday. I can Did ride you? it today. Well, yeah, today would be today. a great Record day. high. Before it gets picked up and mm-hmm. gets tucked away. EcoFunMotorsports.com. Linda Keller and Keller Tax Services are here for you. She prepares all types of returns for all types of professions and businesses. She's been at this for 20 years. She started in California but moved right here to Minnesota, and she is a diehard GLer. She has perfected the virtual tax appointment via video and phone, and it's safe document exchange. That's right, encrypted and secure. And you can have the confidence of a professional with the convenience of staying right at home. She has competitive pricing to do-it-yourself software and a flat fee that includes state income tax return, e-filing of all returns, and, of course, direct deposit of any refunds. You can book your appointment right now over the phone, 320-352-0013. That's 320-352-0013. Or just go online by going to Keller Tax Service on Facebook. That's right. Her goal is to take the mystery and the anxiety out of the tax preparation process. So look her up today. Keller Tax Service on Facebook or give her a call, 320-352-0013, and let her know that you heard about her right here on the Garage Logic Podcast. Take her from the top. Go. Here's a man who spends hours <laughs> in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Sushi. Have we heard this before? This uh, is Marshall Tucker. I think so. Is that Marshall Tucker? It's one Dylan, of the latest from Dylan, yes. Dylan? Yes. Nice. You ever get anything in the mail, John? I did not. Was I supposed to? Yeah. <laughs> Haven't yet. What's wrong with the mail? I owe a guy some money and I sent him the check Saturday and he hasn't gotten it yet. She's slow, seriously. Jeez. Because I sent oh. something to somebody and it took, I think, over a week. Wow. Or maybe because you have Ingy. Here's Kenny Olson. Week for the delivery. <laughs> Seafoam makes all of us brilliant, even the dumb among us. And yeah, I'm referring to me. And I mean using Seafoam on the regular. It's great preventive maintenance. Of course, that's brilliant. Even if you're lazy or forgetful, yeah, I'm, I'm both. And you don't use Seafoam until the situation is dire. Well, that's also, yeah, I think that could be considered brilliance. Uh, and I've actually taken credit for fixing stuff for friends and family when all it did was use seafoam because seafoam works miracles. It helps lubricate and keeps the moving parts moving properly. It stabilizes fuel, controls small amounts of moisture, and preserves ignition vapors so engines start quicker and easier. And that deep creep, oh, the seafoam deep creep. 
it can undo harm and rust from Mother Nature or misuse. Coat it in deep creep. Let it do all the work for you. That is brilliant. Seafoam, very easy to find. It's everywhere. Convenience stores, auto parts stores, knack hardware, big box, little box, you name it. I've even been seeing it in grocery stores. A local company with a global reach and a true miracle in a world of bad gas. Seafoam. I don't know what to make of this. A new study, because you have to have a study. Yeah, that's too. <laughs> says we're basically wasting our time recycling plastic. Oh, I saw this. Huh. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, it, and I'm so diligent about it. Was it 60% yeah. of it ends up in... And this is from Greenpeace. Right. Oh. It calls plastic recycling a failed concept and that only 5% of plastic is actually recycled in the U.S. Mm. Well, hell, we just throw it in the river, right? It ends up in the Gulf of Mexico and then... That's why I'm so diligent. I don't want that to happen. Gone forever. Oh, this is a this is a local CBS piece. What plastics can be recycled? And then apparently uh, CCO talked to Kate Davenport, co-president of Eureka Recycling in Minneapolis. Yeah, they're the mandated recyclers for St. Paul too, right? Yeah. We have heard from folks before, they find it more confusing than doing their taxes. Because if you think about it, there are thousands of types of packaging out there. Davenport said she runs Eureka Recycling, the process center for Minneapolis and St. Paul. It looks like they accept everything, but they can't. The first rule, if something can be recycled, is there's somebody who wants to buy it and turn it into a product. Well, that's your problem, Kate Davenport. I'm not supposed to know that. That's your business. Yeah, like the by the yard um, furniture. That's yeah. all made from recycled plastic. There are four types of plastic we accept in the program. Okay. This is all news to me. Yeah, I didn't. I've been throwing away any kind of plastic I find. Figuring. Not throwing it away, recycling. Recycling it, yeah. Uh, water and soda bottles. You can recycle those. Obviously. Milk jugs. Yep. All right. Detergent containers. I do that. All right. Tubs for things like yogurt or butter. I do that. Okay, huh. so do I. She says they also accept clam shells from takeout. Oh, the uh, the boxes that they put them in, like right. the. Um... Wait, I thought they weren't supposed to have any food substance in them whatsoever. Well, in theory, you, like you should rinse it out. You don't throw uh, away a half a meal. Yeah, that'll happen, sure. Yeah. What they what they don't accept, and I think I'm on the right track. Solo cups, I think I knew that. Uh, I didn't know that, but I don't think I recycled. Well, those. you can't recycle those styrofoam. I knew that. I knew that yeah. They don't want that. Plastic pouches. Uh, what would a plastic like pouch a be? I guess. I don't recycle those. Uh, either do I. So maybe I maybe I knew that. plastic bags. I do not recycle plastic bags. We and, save them, but I don't. In fact, yeah, Eureka, Eureka yeah. emphasizes especially don't recycle plastic bags. I guess that gums up their machinery. I'm sorry to sound like a euphorian, but I'd be 100% getting rid of plastic bags. I hate them with a passion. Don't you use them as garbage bags? Hate that. You mean like the Target bag you get or the yeah, convenience store bag? Yeah, absolutely hate them. If there's an option, I'll always take paper. Well, do you know what I do to be euphorian? I know. You put the bag in the bottom of your you scooter. You actually, yeah, you actually found a place somewhere in St. Paul where you dropped oh, them right. off. It's your scooter ride, no, but right? More accurately, what I do to be a euphorian is in, if, 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 
if at all possible, okay. I don't take a bag. Yeah, I, I will decline. Oh, why, sure. why do I need a bag? Mm-hmm. I always say, don't waste one. I'll just carry this out. Yeah. Me too. I don't well, need I, a bag. I, I, if I'm at that. the liquor store, I take a bag every time. Yeah, I just do it because I hate it. Oh, you're trying to hide it. Plastic. <laughs> Yeah. Could you put this in a suitcase? Yeah, can you get this? You got a backpack back there for Plastic me? bags wrapped around the shaft of our equipment, and we actually have to spend two hours a day where we have to shut down the system and clean all the plastic bags out. Uh, they hurt us more than it actually helps anyone, she said. So she says, just like with your taxes, it's best to take the time to do some work so they can do their work better because if people put the wrong stuff in, it has to be sorted, taken out, and then it has to be tossed. It's just a long trip to the trash, she said. If you are recycling bottles, Davenport said it's best to leave the best to leave the caps on. I, I don't know why that would be. And the numbers on the bottom of items do not determine if they're recyclable. As for a general recycling rule of thumb, Davenport says that if a container had food in it, mm-hmm. it's probably recyclable. Okay. All right. The, uh, the CP will occasionally buy me tubs of uh, uh, chicken salad or tuna salad yeah. that are in plastic containers. Yep. I recycle those. I, well, I actually clean them and use them for Tupperware. Well, you can use them for other things. Right. Uh, nuts and bolts, stuff like that. Right. Uh, when in doubt, you're supposed to throw everything out. Those are the local recycling rules. And I don't know why, Rook, you might want to look it up. Why does Greenpeace say... That only five percent of plastic is getting recycled. Uh, that's a, that's a, a strange admission for Greenpeace to make. I I don't like the way plastic fouls the ocean. I don't like the fact that whales are consuming so much plastic. I'm all for, uh, uh, but you know what? I'm not throwing any plastic in the ocean. Right. A, I don't live on the ocean, and B, I'm not a slob, so I don't. Uh, and I come from the generation of people who, when they were stopped at a red light, emptied their ashtray onto the street. Oh, I miss those yeah, days. We Remember those days? About that. Oh, sure. those days. Where you'd, you'd take the ashtray out of the car and bang it on the pavement, and nobody <laughs> thought, nobody said anything. Until they had the uh, Native American with the uh, don't litter with the tear. Yeah, design. I remember that guy? Yeah. Yeah. That was a really good campaign. I think so, too. Plastic recycling, a failed concept study, says with only 5% recycled in the U.S. last year as production rises. This from CBSNews.com, October 24th of this year. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm trying to see why. Where are you at with Greenpeace? Aren't they euphorians? Yeah, yeah. So you're arm in arm with them. Well, I'm, I'm uh, appreciative of them telling the truth. They're saying, hey, uh, when as much it's convenient as, to you. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Their report says 51 million tons of plastic waste in 2021 in the U.S., and they could only recycle 2.4 million tons of huh. 51 million tons. Coming That's up after the break, uh, we'll be talking about how wonderful PETA is. S- stay with us. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That was a little harsh. Isn't that something that he would act like that? <laughs> well, well why, why don't we... Uh, asking for consistency, Why don't Mr. we come State back Capital? with uh, Mr. Height? <laughs> how about first, I tell you... About our friends at Rise and Shine Garage Doors. Joe, get this. How's business? Up and down? They were at my place on Saturday. No. Here's no, how great no. that they are. 
They Here's, work weekends? They do. Seven days a week service. Seven days a week service. Think of that. On a Sunday afternoon, if it's nice outside, you don't want to sit inside and watch football all day. I don't. You want to get your garage door taken That's care of. That's right. But here's what I love about Rise and Shift. So Alex came to my place, gave me the 29-point inspection, which is customary for anybody that makes the call, Joe. And then, this is what, look at him. Look at him. Look at him. Look at him. See him. So you get the 29-point inspection. They're not going to upsell you, Joe. They're going to tell you what's wrong, what needs to be replaced, and then they'll give you advice, and maybe you can wait a little while to get this taken care of and that taken care of. I have a basically a brand-new garage door right now, thanks to Alex and Rise and Shine Garage Doors. It's fantastic. So here's what you do. Give them a call today, 651-300-3252. That's 651-300-3252. CallRiseAndShine.com. That is their website, and they're fantastic. Are they, they have the official garage door company of garage logic absolutely perfect five-star rating on google and yelp and that's because customer service is their number one most important thing and a five percent discount for seniors military members and triple a members what's a senior how old do you have to be i would guess 65 plus so you know if you meet that criteria you get a nice discount i know some people who do they have certified technicians that come right to your they come to you is what you they don't have do. to bring the garage See, to them no, absolutely it's not so convenient uh and also don't forget to ask about the rooster club membership that includes a tune-up on an annual basis and they will waive the trip charge and if you're outside of the metro area they can still take care of you st cloud mankato northfield cambridge and western wisconsin they're looking to expand and rochester also by the way so again call rise and shine.com that's their website, 651-300-3252. Please tell me you heard about them on the Garage Logic Podcast. It's the season of being ready. I'm ready here. Are you ready? Are you ready for what? Are you ready for your holiday lights to be put up professionally? Kahuna Window Cleaning and Seasonal Services will do that. Yes, in the past I've talked about the window washing, the gutter cleaning, the roof washing. Let's save that for spring because right now the cold weather's coming, but they do have another service they offer. They will hang your holiday lights professionally. Get on their schedule right now because it's already November and their schedule will fill up fast. They're online at kahunawindowcleaning.com. Call them, mention that you're a GLer, they'll waive the trip charge. 612-888-5248. 612-888-5248. They will professionally hang those holiday lights for you. You don't want to climb up the ladder. If you're unsecure like I am, you want to make sure that you have a professional climbing up a ladder that's safe and putting up those lights so you don't have to. What a great service. Kahuna Window Cleaning and Seasonal Services, 612-888-5248 or kahunawindowcleaning.com. Yeah, you cannot stop him. He'll just make a girl from Ipanema. You don't get to rave about your own kid. No, I just love That's Bossa our job. Jeff. That's our job. Love, love Bossa Nova. The show Beam. Oh, good listen. All okay, day. John. Yeah. Take Antonio, it easy. Antonio Carlos show Beam. Would you be using the brushes well, who's on doing the, Who's doing something? Here's yeah. John Height in the well, newsroom. I think you should uh, tell it to people I'm going to do the news. Here's John Height in his newsroom. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. And 
This news is brought to you by the Rivertown Medical Center in Stillwater. A very cool place. They specialize in regenerative medicine and regenerative cell therapy. And uh, especially if you're having problems with peripheral neuropathy, you should go visit them. Neuropathy, uh, you're familiar with it if you have it. It causes pain, numbness, and tingling in your hands or your feet. Uh, your doctor, your regular doctor's going to say, not a lot you can do about it. But uh, Dr. Dan, who has treated thousands of Minnesotans already in the Rivertown Medical Center, uh, Medical Center can help you out with the new treatment methods that can provide relief as long as you haven't sustained at least 85% nerve damage. Uh, they can help you with a new treatment method that helps with the lack of blood flow to the nerves. That's what causes the nerves to die off, and that causes the subsequent neuropathy. Uh, join Dr. Dan for a free one-hour seminar about this breakthrough treatment for neuropathy this Saturday, 10 in the morning in Coon Rapids at the Wingate by Wyndham, 3420 Northdale, uh, Northdale Boulevard, North in Coon Rapids. Call 651-661-4311. Leave your name and cell number. That automatically gets you a text reservation for the seminar. Everyone at the seminar gets a free neuropathy scan. You can also bring a friend with you if you'd like. Again, call 651-661-4311. Leave your name and cell number. This Saturday, 10 a.m., uh, Coon Rapids at the Wingate by Wyndham, 3420 Northdale Boulevard, a Rivertown Medical Center. And Dr. Dan can help relieve the pain, numbness, and tingling from peripheral neuropathy. Uh, in the news, I'm going to start this very old school, okay? Sunny and uh, 73. That's a new record for the Twin Cities. That is 72. old school. Yes. We don't usually do temps because, well, it doesn't do anybody any good. Right. But we have broken the record today. In news, a new KSTP Survey USA poll shows a split by voters in the major races here in Minnesota. Democrats still lead in several of the races, Republicans leading in a couple others. The biggest, the attorney general race. Republican Jim Schultz taking the lead over DFL incumbent Keith Ellison with a week to go before the election. Schultz leads 49% to 42% with 9% undecided. Ellison did lead that same poll by six points in early September and by two points in early October. So according to the poll, Schultz has made up to nine points in the last month. On key issues, Schultz leads by 54 points on crime. On abortion, Ellison leads by 55 points. Geographically, Ellison has just a six-point lead in the Twin Cities metro area, where a lot of statewide Democrats lead by double digits. Schultz has big leads in every other part of the state. The Republican uh, Republican candidate has also taken the lead for the first time in polling in the Minnesota State Auditor's race. Ryan Wilson leads incumbent Democrat Julie Blaha, 44 to 39 percent, still 14 percent undecided in that race. In the governor's race, Governor Walls leads Republican Scott Jensen, 51 to 43 percent, with 4 percent undecided and 2 percent preferring a different candidate. Democratic incumbent Secretary of State Steve Simon leads Republican challenger Kim Crockett 47 to 41 percent with 12 percent undecided. Two quick things. Who is uh, Ryan Wilson running against, Johnny? Remind uh, me of the... Blaha, Julie Blaha, right? How in God's name can anyone vote for her with what took place with the food fraud? That's right. Honestly, what, what, what does she have to stand on? How can anybody vote for any of these people based just on the food fraud? Well, if you if you reelect Keith Ellison, Twin Cities, you get exactly what you deserve. I'm right. sorry. It sounds like Schultz has made great inroads. Yeah, it does. So, uh, Thank yeah. God. I mean, people are wising up to, to the fact that Ellison's a complete fraud. Minneapolis police still don't know if four calls about fireworks thrown at people and buildings this past weekend are related, but police now know at least four people were injured. 
First, police went to a call about fireworks being thrown at structures about 12.50 p.m. Saturday on the 1600 block of University Avenue Southeast. Police did not find any people or property damage in that area. Police say officers returned to the same block known as Frat Row 20 minutes later for a report of someone throwing a firecracker at a home. Police eventually identified three women, two 19-year-olds and an 18-year-old with non-life-threatening shrapnel and burn injuries related to the incident. Then just after 1 a.m. on Sunday on the 1200 block of 7th Street Southeast, police went to a scene where, uh, quote, a group of males was allegedly throwing fireworks at people. We say responders were also told a group was trying to get into a party, although police did not specify if the two aforementioned groups were the same groups. During that response, one man found with a non-life-threatening injury, possibly resulting from an assault, but the man refused help. And then finally, officers went to the 1200 block of 4th Street Southeast after being told a group was banging on windows and throwing firecrackers at people. Police say the majority of a sizable crowd dispersed upon officers' arrival. The third and fourth incidents were also near Dinkytown in the Marcy Holmes neighborhood. Police say they're still investigating all the incidents. The police reports did not include any suspect descriptions and no arrests have been announced. Shoppers will have a couple fewer places to visit this year on Thanksgiving. The Mall of America won't be open this year during the holiday, but open back up for Black Friday. Meanwhile, grocery chain Hy-Vee will close more than 285 locations for the holiday for the first time ever, including all Hy-Vee grocery stores, Dollar Fresh Markets, Hy-Vee Fast and Fresh locations, wall-to-wall wine and spirit locations, and Hy-Vee wine and spirit locations. Customers will still be able to pump gas at Hy-Vee stations on Thanksgiving. Other retailers who've already announced they'll be closing stores on Thanksgiving this year include Kohl's, Target, Best Buy, Walmart, Sam's Club, Home Depot, and Aldi. What are people going to do? They'll have to stay home. Well, and let's not <laughs> pretend that these outlets are saying, oh, we want to be able to make sure families are... St-. It's because you can't get anybody to work. It has nothing to do with having your employees staying home for the holiday. Hennepin County Board of Commissioners My, passed are a... we cynical? Yeah. Well, yeah. But honestly, because um, I saw so much outpouring of, oh, what a noble thing for these retailers to do. It's because they can't get anybody to work. Are you kidding me? The Hennepin County Board of Commissioners passed a resolution yesterday to direct the county administrator to take any necessary action to not pay Sheriff David Hutchinson's salary during the period of his license what suspension. What a scam this guy has going, by the way. Hutchinson's peace officer license will be suspended for 30 days starting November 22nd. The Board of Peace Officer Standards and Training ordered the suspension of his license on September 22nd. The suspension is due to his DUI back in December of 2021. The board also noted that by law, a county sheriff must have a peace officer's license. During the suspension of his peace officer's license, Hutchinson will be unable to perform all the duties of a sheriff and peace officer, according to the board. Uh, Of course, Hutchinson, as we all know, pleaded guilty to a misdemeanor DUI charge in December 2021, was sentenced to two years probation. He originally faced four misdemeanor charges after a single vehicle rollover crash on I-94 about five miles east of Alexandria. Authorities determined his blood alcohol content at the time was 0.13 from a urine sample obtained via a warrant by a state trooper. Hutchinson, whose term ends at the end of the year, uh, did opt to not seek re-election. It's noble of him. The National Weather Service has declared elevated fire weather conditions and strong winds along and west of the I-35 corridor this evening. People should be aware any fires started intentionally otherwise could spread quickly and quickly become uncontrollable. 
DNR says strong winds, warm temps, and minimal humidity levels are ideal conditions for wildfires. In addition, they said recreational campfires must be contained in a ring of either rock, cement, brick, or metal, must not be closer than 25 feet to any structure, and have to be attended to. Federal judge yesterday ordered armed members of a group monitoring ballot drop boxes in Arizona to stay at least 250 feet away from the locations following complaints that people wearing masks and carrying guns were intimidating voters. U.S. District Judge Michael Liberti said members of Clean Elections USA, its leader, and anyone working with them are also barred from filming or following anyone within 75 feet of a ballot drop box or the entrance to a building that houses one. They can also not speak to or yell at individuals within that perimeter unless spoken to first. How far is 250 feet? Football field. Three quarters of a right? football field. Football field is 300 yeah. feet. Yeah. So it'll be down to about the 25-yard line? Yeah, take it yeah. in from 75 yeah. yards yeah. out. Yeah. We're going to do yeah. a buck cross buck. <laughs> You're playing football? Cross buck. A cross buck? Yeah. It's a very Which was hard if you were a... Uh, a quarterback in the Highland Grove and Recreation Association, and you were dyslexic. They've got all their hockey rinks. <clears throat> up. Do they? Already? At, uh, at Groveland. I did not even, I haven't driven by there. This would be a tough day to make some ice. Is the tap got, open They weren't yet? flooding today. Oh. Is the Groveland tap open yet? No. Sheriff's deputies have been providing security around the two outdoor drop boxes in Maricopa County after a pair of people carrying guns, wearing vests, and masks showed up in a box in the Phoenix suburb of Mesa. God, I, I can't use believe some how many right pucks now. these kids must lose so because chicken. the gaps in the boards are too wide. They must shoot pucks through those gaps all day long. Uh, I'm trying to think when my kids played, when I played on it. I'm just we... telling you. Okay. You know. What, what do you mean, <laughs> the gaps? The vertical gaps? The uh, horizontal gaps. You mean underneath? I think Chris At the and bottom Ray... of the board? I That's think. where the ice forms right up to the bottom of the boards. Yeah, but then the boards go up, and there's about three or four boards on a wall, and there's a big gap between each board. Oh, oh, so they're using boards and not plywood. Right. Isn't oh, that what Royce yeah, needed? Uh, I need real. some boards. Yeah, he need, he likes boards. I think Chris All and Ray are doing a good department. job putting that stuff up. They uh, and you know what? They'll well, if you want to go and help them, they'll let you. I was informed last night that Hockey Day <laughs> Minnesota this year is in Shakopee, which I did not no, know. Shakopee. It's in White Bear. I thought it was. In, no, I was told it's in a white bear. Oh, God's sake! You just ruined. Yeah. Go ahead, John. No, I'm sorry. Maybe Shakopee's having their own hockey day. <laughs> a Russian <laughs> lawmaker. Uh, this probably won't surprise anyone. A Russian lawmaker and former Vladimir Putin loyalist who criticized Putin recently was left in a coma after suffering a series of mysterious head injuries oh, in a wow. building. According to the Daily Mail, uh, Mr. Karpov was a a Putin ultra-loyalist before criticizing the leader over his invasion of Ukraine. At one point during the invasion, Karpov reportedly called upon Putin to end the war so that peaceful people will stop dying. Following the Russian lawmaker's mysterious incident, a number of his associates spoke out and provided contradicting accounts of what happened to him. Andrei Kovalev, who serves as head of the all-Russian movement of entrepreneurs, claimed Karpov was attacked and violently assaulted while leaving Moscow's State Duma building. Kabbalah also reported Karpov sustained a series of neck fractures and head injuries as a result of the assault made by unknown assailants. Although others, such as his friend Kirill Zengalis, are calling those claims fake news. 
Karpov's daughter also rejected Kovalov's allegation, suggesting his injuries were the result of a domestic incident or an unfortunate fall. RadarOnline.com previously reported Karpov is just the latest Putin ally to end up dead or seriously injured. I mean this in the worst way possible. Putin is really was a bad KGB guy. Was a was a mean KGB guy, wasn't he? I would believe so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Insights like that, folks. That's what you get with the Garage Logic Town Council. Breaking news. Yeah. You were correct. Hockey Day Minnesota is in White Bear Lake this year. I knew that. 9.30 a.m. Stillwater in the White Bear Lake girls. Yep. 1 o'clock, Hermantown takes on Mahatmadi. And then 4.30, your Hill Murray's take on the White Bear Lake. Stupid Boys question. Team. wonder what... Uh, they wouldn't... Does that, go ahead, Rick. Sorry. Well, they wouldn't play on the lake, would they? No, I believe it's uh, somewhere off Highway 96 out by 35E. Okay. Next to Eco Fun. What do you suppose is happening in Shakopee then? Highway 96. Yeah. I, I just see Reavers there by himself. Where's where the game? Everybody? Where's the game? Where's, where's the hockey? As long as you've destroyed the show, why don't you tell us where this is? <clears throat> I'm looking for that. Yeah. Hockey Day, Dr. Minnesota. Uh, Kellerman's Event Center. Mm-hmm. So the, the show the address is. is? 123 Main Street. You know, back you've destroyed up, uh, the show. Just, just Why don't you tell up. me where the damn thing is? Put put it on pause now. So the show was just destroyed here in the last few minutes? I believe so. It wasn't so. the uh, opening was segment with all that weather bullshit? <laughs> Are we in break? No, we're not. We're not no, we're, we're still on the air. Kellerman. And, uh, and that was estimated one in five deaths of people ages 20 to 49 attributable to excessive alcohol use in the United States, according to a new study published in the JAMA Network Open. I'll be dipped. For people ages, <laughs> for people ages 20 That's to 64, usage suits. <laughs> drinking-related deaths accounted for one in eight, according to the study. The percentage of deaths attributed to alcohol use varied state by state, but nationally, according to the lead study author, Dr. Marissa Esser, it's the leading cause of preventable death. They did this study from 2015 to 2019. The data showed that deaths fully attributable to alcohol have risen in the past decade. Well, does that does that count things like car crashes and stuff? Yeah, did anything. Yeah, and yeah. even if it's uh, if you die if uh well, from a cause that's related to drinking. Yes. Hmm. So, liver cancer or what, you know, that yeah. kind of stuff. I I know so. what it is, yeah. Uh, okay. A couple, of, <laughs> a couple of business news items. The Dow Jones Industrial Average this week finished with its best October performance ever on Monday. As traders look toward the Federal Reserve's midweek decision on interest rates, October's gain in the Dow Industrials was 14%, surpassing the 10.65% uh, threshold needed to secure the blue chip's gauge's strongest October on record, according to the Dow Jones market data. In addition, the Dow's October showing produced the gauge's largest monthly percentage gain since January of 1976. She's up today, Johnny. She's rising yeah. right now, 32.9 yeah. and uh, skyrocketing. Um, hold on. Oh, man, Chris. what? Chris, what do you got? Chris, breaking news? God, help me. Um, I may have misspoke earlier. May have. Hockey huh? Day Minnesota. It is in White Bear Lake. However, the games will be played on Saturday, January 28th at Polar Lakes Park. Because I thought, well, that's kind of bizarre. Aren't the games always outside? 
not in an event center. What I was referring to at the um, event center is the uh, Good for Gary concert that's taking place uh, that Thursday. Gary, how's Gary yeah, doing? Good for Who Gary. Is Gary. Gary is a it's a band. He's a he's a nice guy. Um, that will be taking place at Kellerman's Event Center in downtown White Bear Lake. Well, good for Gary. Wait, what oh, Gary doing? So I, I'm what. so confused, I can't even. So the games are at Polar Lakes Park. Over and, there, and the old again, PLP. You know where that is. White Bear Lake. Okay, let's, I'm going to stop right there. Rather than ask you who you are, obviously a complete idiot, and you can't even figure out how to <laughs> tell me where that is. It's very and you've ruined the show now. You've ruined John's newscast. You have to stay after school. At least I didn't do it fast. Yeah. Weren't you going to mention sure. something about the location of EcoFun, too? Uh, Polar Lakes Park is right off of 35E, Joe. That's what I said. Okay. She, uh, you'd probably have to take... 96. Yep. You're going to take 96, and then you're going you're gonna to head her, head her south. Well, uh, you no, can't. 96, 96 is east. Tamarack Nature Center. It's right in Tamarack Nature Center. You're familiar with where that is. You know who's deeply involved with that are the people of the Minnesotan. Corey. That's right. Yes, you're right. Corey over there. Yeah. North of 96. The um, two, four, six, eight. Mm-hmm. Who do we appreciate? Of the 11 members of the Good for Gary band, not yeah, one 11. of them is named Gary. <laughs> That's interesting. That includes sound engineers, on site logistics, lights. Did you know there's nobody named Floyd and Big Floyd? I did nobody not named know Dan that. and Steely How Dan? about Molly Hatchet? I mean, nobody, nobody named Leonard. And Leonard don't Skinner. don't Leonard Skinner me really? Yeah, no, no. I heard he died Tucker, in a plane crash. Marshall Tucker Band. Uh, yeah. Okay. Good anyway, uh, where was I? No uh, Beatles were a Beatle. Right. No Beatles were named Beatle. Except Jimmy Beatle. Beatle Bailey. Great yeah. cartoon. No one was like Ellers are listening right now. No one was like Elton John. Is that? Is that Do you think name? Elton Jimmy Johns? What probably. was his name? Reggie something. Reginald, Reginald Dwight. Reginald Dwight. Is it Dwight or Dwight. White? Dwight. No, I think you're right. Rook. Or is Dwight. it Wright? Dwight, I think. What's Sting's name? Gordon, Gordon Sumner. Sumner. School teacher. First name B. B Sting. Yes. I'm, I take a break and then. Are we uh, still on? I, I really apologize, GL. Sometimes this happens and these people are morons and I can't stand it. Take the go- take a break. Yes. No, take just, it. Just just wait. Wait now. Let me bring it back on track here, here. because I want put to put her talk back to, on the engineer. Yeah, I, I want to talk to uh, the GLers about DK Mags and how how they can get you outfitted. Joe might out- be going there quick. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like we're on the wrong end uh, end of a shooting range here, aren't we? This is just this is, uh, that's a very good analogy. Not good here. Uh, but DK Mags, they can get you outfitted and out in the woods or the prairie or the big pond with whatever firearm you fancy. By the way, if you need ammo for any of those above activities, shotgun shells, small or large caliber cartridges. Or even personal defense firearms. Pop into DK Mag so you can cross that Aaron off your list. And if that old Winchester Model 64 lever action is a sticky and janky, both DK Mags and Monticello Pawn and Gun, they've got gunsmithing services there so you can keep that thing in perfect working order. And if you're a gun guy or gal and you need a gig, please get a hold of them today. They're hiring good people. And by good people, I mean GLers. Great selection, fair prices, and a wonderful staff that you could soon be part of. 
uh, at both Monticello Pawn and Gun and DK Mags in New Brighton. Check out the website, dkmags.com. Sometimes I I'll get a, Sometimes I'll get a chapter in and I'll go nope and I'll turn to the last couple pages and read it see how it ends and just what? throw it throw it in the trash. No, I prepare, that's, I try, I do Most my of best. the books Joe recommends I end up doing that with. You know what Joe does recommend? Quality water inside your home. Look at this right here. I bring mine with me every day. Feeler, see that in the video? That's fresh Hofferman water right from my home, courtesy of my drinking water system of Connecticut. What's that sound? That's the bumper song, Joe. Because, like, we're back from our break. Oh, we are? Yeah. Hofferman Water <laughs> is an independent water treatment dealer, and they have rental and sales for Connecticut water treatment systems. That includes water softeners, iron, rust, and odor filtration systems, and, like I mentioned, drinking water systems. How would you rent one? Well, sometimes you're maybe in a temporary space. Oh, I see. You know, and you just you sure. don't need it for the long term. Sure. Forever. You just yeah. need it for the short I get term. It. I'm, I'm or maybe you want to do a trial run to see if you really like it. But yep. I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to love a drinking water system from Connecticut. I absolutely love mine, and you will too. A new system from Connecticut can do so many things that other softeners just simply cannot do. It's going to cut down on your salt usage. It's going to protect your appliances. It's going to make your laundry better and your drinking water better. But your showers, oh my goodness, your showers are going to be so much better. That's right. Great water is going to make your life better. Call my friends at Hofferman Water today. 952-894-4040. That's 952-894-4040. 4040 or visit their website, HoffermanWater.com. Hofferman Water has been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Joe, tell him you heard about them right here on the Garage Logic podcast. Only because they come to us from, I don't know, some other country. Joe sounds Somewhere. very defeated. Yeah. <laughs> it was on this day in 18 something. Joe, that, today uh, is November 2nd. <laughs> measuring one third of a township, the Monoman County. Tiny Monoman County was abolished and transferred to Anoka County, known huh. as Monoman Township until eighteen se- until eighteen seventy nine. The territory is now the part of some other town. I don't know, what. Fridley it, uh, or something. Fridley, yeah, yeah Fridley. Sure. In nineteen forty eight, Hubert H. Humphrey, well, got into the U.S. Senate. All right. In nineteen ninety three, Sharon on this date. Today is All Saints. Sharon Day. Sales Belton, November second, was elected mayor of Minneapolis. That was yesterday. She was a first, first woman, first African American. She used to work for the State Department of Corrections, and uh, she had a nice run. She uh, she had a family oriented platform and administered numerous successful community programs, including the annual youth oriented event, Dancing in the Streets. Dun, 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 dun. Maybe that's why. No, she was before Smashing Pumpkins, wasn't she? No, she no, was, no. 1993. She she, that's maybe why you had Smashing Pumpkins now. I believe it was because Minneapolis was the only city that said yes to the free concert. Huh. That's it then. Thank you. And no, uh, no, I apologize no, no, no. tremendously. It's, it. it's not it. You missed one. Um, every November 2nd, uh, and today included, is National Broadcast Traffic Professionals Day. Wow. wow. It is my day. Nobody's declared it. It is. Does, it, does, it, does anybody year, know one? 
each year on November 2nd, unless that day falls in a weekend, then it's deserved, uh, observed on the following Monday, is National Broadcast Traffic Profession. You have to fly day. your flag or anything for that? No, he does the show special? without pants. No, oh. you just have to show up and do your job like usual. You yeah. will get off of one of those There's stations and visit an art store. Sharon. Get a cup of coffee. Get something to eat in one of our fantastic Sharon, we interviewed uh, in somebody's garage. And if you're really hip, you can get that off might have been at before Whiskey you. Junction or the Joint was. or the Caboose. Because those were your garage grillings. Yeah. You mentioned... Uh, what county was it? Mon- Mon- Monoman. Monoman County. Rook, thank you for this tidbit. They were featured, I believe... They're still a Monoman County. No, but the county itself was featured in a Broadway musical. Let's see, where is it? Thank you, GLers. Monoman, Marshall, Martin, McLeod, Baker, Malax, Morrison, Mauer, Murray. So is it Monoman still a county? I believe so. What about Miller with Anoka. There's Miller County. You no. forgot about that one. Well, there's no Miller County. No, it's Miller there's, Time. There's a Monoman County, but it's spelled differently than it was in those days. Oh, I'll be darned. What about Menominee? Menominee. And this. Turn this. Oh, careful, careful, careful. He hit the brakes. The Fred Flintstone heels. Yeah. Do yourself a favor. Find another podcast to listen to daily. That's what I would do, do that at Pod MN. Pod MN on your smartphone. Try something from right. W T O P. Let us know. Don't what you listen find. to the Krabby Coffee yeah, Shop. No, we did that's one not any today. Good either. It was a pile of crab. Yeah. Even though know Dawn was there, go listen to the weekly scramble that Mike and I did oh, yesterday. Oh, that's not any good either. I don't know. Listen to something from Omaha. Or you're, something. What's the umpire Johnny Bill Haller and you're here for Earl Weaver? No, he said, "Oh, you're no good neither." Then if you want a little pick-me-up, you can uh, subscribe to us on uh, the YouTube page. Are you still doing that Family Fruitcake podcast? Yeah, we do about one every six months. (laughs) I'm listening to that one. Stuff getting, yeah, Table Talk with the Rooks family. uh, There are 90 people that just listened last month, and we haven't done one for I don't know how long. Check it out, Chars. The Garage Logic Town Council, if you haven't already.